Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm Casey with Big Mike, Sweet Melissa in the studio. We got Big Ed joining us very shortly. So just hang in there. Relax. It's okay. It's Friday. We're live. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. It's Friday night. It's Big Mike coming at you. Settle down. It's Warm Beer and Cheap Seats. That's right. We got all kinds of cool stuff. And interesting stuff and nice stuff. We're going to talk your ear off for the next hour or so. And um, about 89 minutes. 89 minutes. Thank you, Big Ed. Plus or minus 15. So just to add six. Yeah. So we got a little sports talk tonight. We got a really mm-hmm. special Florida Man segment. We do. This show has been sponsored by DraftKings, so you can go on DraftKings right now and you go um, at hashtag warm beer in the cheap seats. You can actually gamble on how long the show will be. Mm. The over under, yes. yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, some special audio tonight too for you guys. See, because uh, now podcast. if I go into MLB oh, yeah. Network and uh, watch a game, they just tell me just gambling lines nonstop. That's like the thing now. Sports gambling is. Yeah, like all over the place. I guess you just have to be a degenerate at all times. It doesn't matter the sport, any yeah. sport. Yeah, it could be pickleball, and there's they got a line on that. Dodge. You know what? You want to you know up the ante? Go to a little league field. You want to be a real gambler? Gamble on what that kid, that six year old kid that's staring at that dog that's walking across the <laughs> fence over there. Is he going to pay attention? You know, and hold that kid at third? I don't know. Or is he going to cry when he strikes out? You know? That's right. <laughs> is that center fielder just going to keep playing with the dandelions? Not paying attention <laughs> to that ball screaming right at him? Probably. I'm going to go with the, the dandelions. I'm going to take his wee-wee the pull toy in left field. <laughs> that's right. Oh, sorry. I derailed the show. Uh, we, that's what uh, we do here. We're, we're pretty much right on where we need to be. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. We didn't go too far. We, we did. Just, just dip back onto the lane and we're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. The rubble. We hit the rubble streets, you know. Oh, let's get back on the road. I'm up. Yep, I'm up. Back okay. on the road. I'm away. I'm away. <laughs> on the road. I get it. I get it. So, looking at uh, just one thing that hit hit my brain. Brain. Yes. Which is doesn't work that great sometimes. We're gonna have some weather in the next couple of days around here. Mm. Some, well, we're yeah, yeah, we're Some getting into that season. Getting into that season, it amazes me how many people get very upset over weather. I I hear it at work all the time. They're not from here. That's why. well, you know, and people talk about it like you're like, well, I live here, so yeah, I'm very familiar with the weather. I opened my eyes, I looked in the sky, and. Yes, the gods were angry at that moment, or not, you know. So, and then yeah, if very they're aware angry, of what's going on, if they're angry this moment, maybe a few moments later they're smiling on us again. Yeah, I think what never gets old is they're going, "Man, it's hot today." I'm like, yeah, we're fucking Florida, but yep, good yeah. observation. Yeah, thanks. Okay, I did used to say that. What do you have? A, like a Doppler radar in your fucking head? Yeah, what do you? The human thermostat? What do you made of mercury? Yeah, let me wow. hit your belly button for the barometer. Twenty nine point nine two. Thank you. 
Oh, look, his barometer's dropping. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's his wee-wee. Yeah, my, that, that's, my, uh, that's my trick ankle, tells me, uh-huh. as the atmosphere atmospheric pressure changes the pain in my ankle changes from none to some that's okay really yeah yeah i have an ankle that i rolled Mm. and it's very susceptible to the change of weather did you you didn't have surgery no it's i i I rolled it never went to go see a doctor probably should have seen a doctor just braced it up and that's and that's that. what derailed Mike from his uh, NBA career. Yeah. Oh, I was and, wondering and, what and my was. height. Yeah. Doctor or not, you were still gonna have pain in it, right? Probably. Thank you, sweet Melissa, and your medical expertise. Sure. My positivity. She's on uh, WebMD right now, looking it up. She's our she, sweet Melissa is our WebMD. You know, if no matter what you look up on WebMD, you're that's fine. what you're gonna have. That's exactly what you're suffering. Is that a drinking game? (laughs) (laughs) Should be. (laughs) Should be a drinking game. Open ankle. Hey, hey, Jimmy, Mike, what's going on, buddy? Hey, so you rolled. Hey, guys, big. You rolled an ankle, and now what? Your testicles are really big, or your penis is really big? (laughs) Uh, neither. You're not talking about. Hey, keep it close. Keep it close. Don't tell anyone. Let them guess. Yes, the mystery. Sometimes your ankles don't uh, swell. Sometimes it goes up. It goes up. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I remember I had big money on you for the NBA. You were going to play for was it Cavaliers or was it the um, New New Orleans Pelicans? What was that? Yeah, it's going to be Pelicans. the Wizards. Used to be the Jazz. Wizards. What was what was the team in the, the what was the team with the Will Ferrell movie when it was the oh the Tropics the Tropics yeah I was gonna play for the Tropics <laughs> which that's actually a very entertaining movie yeah yeah they're supposed to be like that whole ABA thing ABA yeah. and you know NBA's merging and that, that you know what there's uh, a ESPN did a thirty for thirty on. Uh, the team called the Spirit of St. Louis. Right. Were they an American basketball league yes. team? Yes. And they, they were supposed to get merged in, and they didn't. And uh, the only person you're going to remember from them was their broadcaster, which was Bob Costas. Oh. He's oh the only God. one that survived that uh, uh, <clears throat> shit show of that basketball team in St. Louis. Because there's only four teams that got merged in. I believe it was uh, the then the New Orleans Jazz, mm-hmm. the – 76ers, uh, the Nets, and I want to say the Spurs. I think you're right. Yeah. So maybe the Cavaliers are part of it. There was only a, a, a small portion. It was like only four or five teams. But St. Louis was promised. To this day, they have to pay like those owners a percentage Who, of the, the TV. The NBA money. has to pay them? Yes. No they, yes. They, they, they took That's a lot awesome. of – yeah, and they've made – a lot of money like having their franchise this i'm gonna look this uh 30 for 30 up dude they they had gifted players in the aba but um the nba even though they had um a reputation of a party league the aba took that to a professional level (laughs) i mean these guys were like oh you just drank no 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 we are uh doing heroin and drinking 
every night and then playing basketball the next day. Big Mike, you would have fit right in, man. You'd have like, hey, these guys seem sluggish out here. What's going on? You know. know. ABA was just out ABA. of control. What happened to the teams that did not get merged into the NBA? Just, just went dissolved. away. They just dissolved. You know, so if you're an owner, you lost money, you know, all that shit. And if you were a player, you just scrambled to try to get in somewhere else. And hey, could I, can I ask a question? Yes. Do we have the Subway Slam this evening? Subway Slam is actually at a um, – an event and an event tonight. Uh, so he's making an appearance. So we will be able to review his performance next week with the Subway Slam. Wait, wait, wait. His performance of uh, at the Apollo. You know, I, I, I have I, listen. I have a fifty-five second you. snippet. Listen, I heard um, snippets. I don't know if it was the New York Times or the Village Voice. It was like the next Yul Brenner. I don't know. Wow. How about that? I, th- I thought I thought that's what I read. I don't know, but he slapped the rock at the at the Apollo. <laughs> he did. Yes. So the ultimate Karen sent me exclusive footage. I, he I, went maybe out I'll there. play a little sample, just uh, you know, like groundbreaking, you know, breaking news. No, it'd be that's better if you just played a, a a clip of like some like comedy Def Jam. Yeah, uh, and said that was him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play me off. Boom, you know. <laughs> wow. He, you know what? I, I gotta say, I was impressed. I would thought, you know, it would be. Okay. He he can hold the tune, and he he he's he's in key, and he's not pitchy like he can. Find <laughs> Is he it. still gonna be wearing um, Big Ed's father's pants? Actually, he's I, wearing I have, wrestling video, uh, right? leotards. Here's where his is yeah, it's wrestling, wrestling gear. That's cool. Yeah, I mean he stays in character as uh Subway Slam. There it is. Breaking news. I don't wanna I don't wanna leak anymore. I'll have to get his permission to put yeah, it on probably good. Yeah, I I wonder if that person got positive though. Be positive. Yeah. So she too positive. She looked like she ready to kick him in the in the uh she did. gonads. Mm. She's not playing with that thing. Yeah. No wee wee playing. No. Yeah, she had she Elliot Page's wee wee. She's not pulling the taxi at all. Yeah, shut up, Dick. He should have he should have said that. And that <laughs> would have changed that character's, you know. Baba Booey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just you go to Apollo and start going, shit up, dick, shit up, yeah. dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. Howard Stern's That's... penis. <laughs> That's awesome. Subway slam, wee-wee. Instead of Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> Subway slam, wee-wee. Now we, now we just need people to break uh, stories in the background and have them yell out Subway Slams Wee Wee in a new well, story. We could and, then, and then you yeah. could send us the clip at either at Beer Seats uh, on, on Twitter or you can email us the clip at, uh, at the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com. Or you can email us for any reason whatsoever. 
but more about clips of interrupting newscasts by yelling out Subway Slam's wee wee. Hey, is the Canadian talk about his wee wee at all? That that guy was on months ago. Oh yeah, about the candy and how he's like thinks Canadian oh. candy better than our oh, candy. That that guy that guy was owned by Big Candy. We know this. Oh, he oh. was he was a plot. It was a it was a setup. All right, gotcha. He, yeah, yeah, he was a, definitely a plant. Hmm. Oh yeah, he had Kyle Bush sitting behind him, saves. I was gonna kick his ass. Yeah, he's like, Ooh, fight he's like I'll, I'll bury you in M and M's, kid. Wait, do you mean candy or the rapper? Candy. Okay. That's a rapper. You know, a candy rapper. Like a candy rapper, yeah. Candy, oh well, oh. M and M. Nah. Yeah, M&M. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah, you fell for it. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, do uh, you guys want to talk baseball for a minute? Is that a, sure? Go there ahead. should be a minute, um, at least a minute. Okay. All right. Like so, a baseball minute. So you have one team, the Phillies. They fired the first manager this year, uh, Joe Girardi. Um, got uh, in layman's terms, got shit canned. Uh, they immediately won seven games in a row <laughs> after shit canned. <laughs> and, and this this sometimes happens. And listen, no offense to Girardi, I think he's a good baseball guy. He was the last yeah. manager to win a World Series for the Yankees. Um, I, I think everything that how the Phillies are built with him and personality and talent, he's probably not the right fit at the time. It is what it is. You know what? In professional sports, as a coach, yeah, it comes with a job. You can get hired at some point. You yeah, get, get fired. fired. Yeah. You know, very very few um, choose their own fate on how they get to walk away. Does he get the cobra? He's like in another generation, and they're different. Yeah. Well, different. All right, all right, you, it is, but you you know you have the Mets and you have Buck Showalter, who is one of the oldest managers in the league, and he the young guys absolutely adore him. And so just, yeah, you got to I, I don't know. It's just the language of baseball. And again, the Mets are a different animal right now. As you can see, they're just hitting the shit out of the ball and everyone's just pitching lights out. Cookie Carrasco, uh, Jimmy Mike probably remembers him with the, the uh-huh. old guardians. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's, I, I love, I love this guy. He's a cancer survivor. I love that he's pitching with the Mets. He's having unbelievable season. So, but talking about another firing, the Angels, in the middle of a 12-game losing streak, fired Joe Madden. I saw that. Former Ray manager. Ray manager. Won a World Series with the Cubs. So here's two two World Series winning managers for two stories. Jobless. Jobless. So, you know, they're, they're – Did they take Cobra their insurance for their family? Well, that – I mean, you're you're running to a soup kitchen immediately, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah you got to go to Cobra for your insurance. Yeah, get – and when I say Cobra, they Cobra go to Kai. Cobra Commander. Um, <laughs> yeah, not Cobra Kai. That's why people uh, joined Cobra. They thought they were getting health insurance, and then they joined Cobra, and then they're and fighting. They realized, Joe. oh shit, this is a. They, re- they realized they're fighting the Miyagi Dome, you know? Yeah. Wow. Good they're thing they did. Miyagi Dojo. They're like, wait, this isn't helping much. Girardi has no idea. Oh, I'm really hurt. For. He Good thing no they idea. call that insurance ISIS, or a lot of more people would join that right. too. Um, wow, wow! Good thing they named the Cobra. All right, so the Angels. Oh, my mind. 
Madden, Madden was going to be on a short leash this year. They they got Syndergaard and they spent all this money. You got Shoei Tani and Mike Trout that they've dumped like a half a billion dollars in. Mike Trout's played 10 years. He's never been in the playoffs. Uh, the Angels are atypical 78 and 84 team every year, meaning wins the losses. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Madden hasn't had a winning season in three seasons, so – they're a half game out. Now they're like nine games out because when you lose 12 games in a row, that's what happens, and their season's probably done. So the Angels panicked, as they should. They fired them, hoping to spark something. Um, last night they decided um, – they have Phil Nevin, who's been bouncing around. He's, he's an old-time uh, baseball guy. Um, he, he's the interim manager. And that's usually what Phil is. They had a Nickelback night. Every guy had a walk-on song was a Nickelback song. Okay, I was like, are you really talking about the band? Yeah, I'm talking uh, about the how band. How miserable is that? Well, hey. now there are 14 games losing. See, oh, listen, wow. it wasn't because you're hey, playing, not playing not Nickelback. It. it was because uh, you can't get fucking outs or field ground balls or hit the cutoff man or, you know – not try to fucking swing for a home run every single goddamn at bat. Look. Oh, fundamental he, ball, you mean? Oh, yeah, man. yeah, I know. I, listen, I know. I'm I'm a shithead because I don't want to watch a home run every fucking at bat. I, I don't. But the commissioner of baseball is more worried about advertising DraftKings and catering to a fan that, one, doesn't like baseball, and two, uh, someone can say uh, – two guys in one cup and they're going to watch that. No, that doesn't look, sound good. It doesn't. So just look that up on uh, the internet and you can figure it out for yourself. I don't care. My point is baseball hasn't changed in a hundred years. They've changed more rules in three years and it's not doing anything good to the game. The game's fine. There's nothing wrong with the game. You know what? If you don't like the game, I'm fine with it. Cause you're, you're going to be annoying at the game. Cause you're not paying attention. You got your cell phone and you keep getting hit with a fucking foul ball right in the fucking face. And now they put more netting. Uh, you know, I mean, you're going to fucking net the whole fucking stadium at some point. It's pretty stupid. You, you should know? be paying attention. You're there to watch a sport. You're there to Bring watch your a fucking mitt. Yeah. Bring your mitt. And you know what? Maybe they'll call you out. Hey, our second baseman's hurt. You got a mitt. Come on out. Yeah, come on out. <laughs> That's an old Seinfeld bet. It's pretty good. <laughs> hey, what's the deal with these guys with the mitts? No, where they think they're just going to be like all of a sudden the second baseman. What's the deal? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I, I don't have it down. I'll have to work on it. Oh, good. Actually, I don't have to work on it. Seinfeld did. He did all the work. <laughs> I just, uh, just old Jerry. Yes. Oh, old Jer Bear. I think that's what they call him, right? <laughs> Is it? Sure. That sounds really yeah, weird. Yeah, the Jer Bear. They're like, hey, the Jer Bear's here. Like if he mm. shows up at the, you know, Gotham Comedy Club. Hey, Jer Bear. If they didn't, they will now. Oh, look at this boy. Hi, my tits are real. No, they're not. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing like wait, a wait, bathing wait. suit. Let, let, me, let, me, and... let me correct you. Yeah. There's no such thing as fake tits. They are real. No, they're real. They're just enhanced. They're real fake. Like... So they're She's real. juicing. <laughs> Just enhanced. <laughs> She's Wait, juicing. Is this so that we don't offend people with fake boobs? Is that what we're doing? No, it's just... Just an observation. Just an observation. They're real. They're just enhanced. 
Juice is on the juice. Yeah, juice. juice the, boob, that, the boobs were juice juiced up boobies. Out. Yeah, hey, you know. What's with her weird clothes? She I don't know. know. This is the uh, same thing. She's a wrestler. To her ears. Is she saying as a, a veteran she couldn't afford clothing? Hmm. Yeah. No, she was saying as a veteran she likes yanking her bathing suit up her. Her hoo-ha? Wazoo, yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, you got to have an angle. Got to have an angle. Got to have a gimmick. Odd looking. Got to have a gimmick. And maybe that's the gimmick. I guess, because you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to figure it out. Hey, how about that Tampa Bay Lightning? How about that? That was good stuff. Hey, everyone keeps counting them out, and yet here they are. Here they are, the two-time defending champ um, on the cusp of going to another Stanley Cup final. Colorado or advanced. Colorado, yep. listen, folks. I love my lightning. I will say right now, Colorado is a legit team. I'm hoping Tampa just closes out. This is the team I want to face. So I think Tampa, this is the team that will cement Tampa as one of the, the greatest dynasties. Not the best, but it will have a and, long, and, long conversation. Right. They'll be in the conversation. Deep in the conversation. Colorado is going to be a bitch. They're good. They're good. They're a deep team. They got some talented guys. Uh, they, they're they're all around. But we're going to beat the Rangers. I'm just going to call it. Sorry, Tampa. I'm just going to say it, for it's you. The, statistically, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, game six tomorrow night. Um, you know, we're they've been closing out. You know, they, they know period three. They play. Uh, Vasquez playing as good as he's played all season. The defense is there, and guys are making. Sergachev has not scored a goal in a playoff game in over two years. Scored two last night, you know. And this is the Lightning I've grown to love. Is the team that every night it's a different guy that just jumps in there. You know, new hero every night. And it's great because Braden Point's still out. Not sure when he would come back. Hmm. I mean, that's a huge blow to lose him. That'd be like losing a Kucherov or a Stamkos. And how about Stamkos at the end of the – your, awesome. your captain, your late scorer, just like, I'm not taking this shit and just start – Just throwing hands. Uh, throwing haymakers, dude. Uh-huh. It was pretty awesome. And they started it. Oh, yeah. Did they, you see, they did you see uh, the Ranger fan knock out the Lightning fan? Yeah, Twitter. that was pretty oh, really? crappy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there he was got arrested. A, they call, got they arrested. Him. after the game. Yeah, Who cold saw? Talk to the Rangers he, fan. he did some. He, he punched someone else, but they didn't get that on video. The guy that tried to tackle him. Uh, that's that's stupid. Yeah, that's, that's pretty dumb. Thinking. You're there to watch it. It's a sport. It's a game. You're just there to enjoy they it. They booed us. I was like, can we grow up? Yeah, they definitely were booing at the end. You can't boo the people who won. Well, it's hard to yeah, say. They well, could have been booing the Rangers, too. True. It's, it's New York. They'll boo anybody. You, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different. But I, I'm telling you, the Lightning, they're, uh, they're going back to the Cup. We're going to call it now. So Tomorrow night. Tomorrow, that's tomorrow night. But before that, a little before that, you want to schedule your day right. Okay, you let's got, schedule our day. 
You got right. you got the Belmont. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, the Belmont. Listen, this is this is it. And I got the line, folks. And uh, there's an app you can get. Big Ed, you might want to look into this. It's called Twin Spires. You can sit at home on your couch or at the Montecito, whatever, you, wherever you're at. You know, so you don't have to Montecito. go down to the book in the Montecito. You know, you, you, there's a conflict of interest, you know, at your own casino. So you can do this. So I'll I use have, my alias, Big Lou. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, there's only eight horses running. Only eight horses? Only eight horses. Yeah, they, they will strike. I think this is like one of the smaller fields I've seen in a long time. Usually there's about 10 or 12. Um, but, you know, some horses drop out. After the Kentucky Derby, some farms are like, that's it. They, you know, they shot their wide on, on that. And if they don't have a good showing, they just kind of move on. Well, that's why the, the Derby wouldn't didn't do the previous well, it, it, it wasn't beneficial for that horse. It wasn't. No, that's not his race anyway. It's no, not no, his no. race. You can hurt that horse doing that. Um, and plus there's a lot of travel, which is not traumatic, but it's stressful on the horse. And, you know, so you got eight horses you have. And I'm going to run down the line with the, the betting lines. You have uh, install one or lane one. We the people uh, at eight to one. Lane two, Skippy Longstocking, mm. 16 to 1. Uh, you have Nest at 4 to 1. You have Rich Strike, who was the Kentucky Derby winner, was a, is a 7 to 2. Creative Minister, 6 to 1. And 6 is Mo uh, Dungle, oh. uh, 2 to 1. Well, and that was one of the horses that was favored to win the Derby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. That's correct. Uh, Golden Glider, which is a fourteen to one, and then you have Barber Road at what seven. What does that mean? Seven to two. I don't. Yeah. That, I was so something uh, split already, right? Yeah. So um, on that one, you you'd have to bet two dollars to win seven. So it's it, it it's a weird thing. It's like a three and a half. For every dollar. But so it's Rich Strike is not the favorite horse. It's it's gonna be that mode dungle. Now, all right, let's talk about horse names. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about why isn't a horse just named Fred? Why do they have to give them names like this? Why I'm not I, I don't know what their process is. Um it, it is kind of weird. And, and it, it always it, it's outrageous it's i don't know if it's outrageous sometimes the names are skippy long stocking kind of tongue-in-cheek and then sometimes the names you're like where did they pull that out of a hat did they go like to a name generator to get this horse's name yeah i don't know i don't I, it but traditionally race horses always had like goofy names they did well like secretariat doesn't have a goof i guess not a goof i don't think that's a goofy name no I don't know. It's a horse. What in the heart of a champion? Of course, of course. I'd like to see a horse named Fred. I mean, we we had spend spend a buck. Mm. That was a horse out of Tampa that ran the Derby. 
What do they think? They what do you think they call him for short? Buck. Uh, Fab. No, no, I think they just call him Spend a Buck. Spend. Well, I, I guess you can have a nickname, Spendy. Spendy. Yeah, that'd be a good nickname for him, Spendy. I mean, do you tr- call trust them? me? The horse not paying attention unless you got fucking like oats or hay or right. carrots or an apple. They probably don't talk to it. I would think they oh, would no, have to. No, the tra- trainers talk to their horses. But by name? by Well, they got dog. names. I mean, yeah. even though they get goofy names, it's still their name. You like to hear your name, sweet Melissa, right? That well, makes... yeah, but isn't it just for gambling purposes, you think? No, that's their name. That's their name. That's the name of the horse. Well, wait, is your name for gambling purposes, sweet Melissa? Uh, maybe. No, you're three to one today, all right? Is that good or bad? I don't know. I don't even know what the three what to one do you have to do. Yeah. do, do? <laughs> oh, she's crocheting. Oh, wait, it paid out. I got it. She yeah. won. I won. You won. If you bet. <laughs> if you bet on crocheting. <laughs> actually, it was one to three. You, for every for every dollar you bet, you, you paid out three dollars. Yeah, nice. that was not a good bet. You lost money. That was one to three. You paid it to me? Yeah. They paid me. Yeah, something like that. You know, all the people that bet. All one of them. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just always thought the names were weird. Maybe purposely. Maybe it's a purpose. Purpose. I don't know. Advertising. Well, the, the Belmont's interesting because it's like the uh, distance race for the horses. It's how like how it's long always, is the track. I think it's like two and a quarter. It's it's that's, long. A, that's a long track. Man. It's it's almost double of. I mean, it's a massive track. I, I'm not gonna say it's double of the Derby, but it's definitely Derby uh, double of the Preakness. Preakness is like a short track. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like their Daytona. This is their in, Daytona. In, yeah, you know. So the, the Preakness is there. That's like a Darlington. Like, like, yes. Uh, and the Derby's kind of like like a, a Charlotte, yeah, uh, intermediate you know, it's a track, mile, mile yeah. and a half. Yeah, and mile this and is half. their their this is their super speed. Yeah, race. they take the uh, fucking you know restrictor plate off the horse and they let and it just go. Let man. it go. And Robin is racing in horses too. It's one That's, and a half miles, twelve furlongs. One and a half. I thought it was like two, but all right. I thought, it was, well, actually, I thought it was down. one and seven eighths. To be honest, I, that's yeah. It says one and a half miles or twelve furlongs, making it the one. Oh, you're 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 races. you're right. You're right. Uh, one and a half mile. They're all three-year-old horses, and there's a million and a half dollar payout for the the winner. So you know it's going to be a good Saturday for somebody, and a bad Saturday for others. Yes, <laughs> for most others. <laughs> That's right. So we we got we got a full Saturday and uh, what's going on in NASCAR this weekend? We're in Sonoma. First time in two years that they've been oh, out there. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they're got in wine country. Track. Yeah, yeah. Little, little road course racing in the wine country. Um, the winner will drink wine. Imagine that. Yep. So I heard that they uh, spent a lot of money on the racetrack on the facility and upgraded the facility. That's a big thing 
in motorsports right now, in particular in NASCAR, is upgrading the facilities to make it more fan friendly because yeah, the ni way nicer troughs in the men room. How about that? Okay, so anybody out there who visited, I don't know about other tracks, but Daytona used to be the trough. You peed in a trough. And as a kid, that was a little intimidating. I don't know about you. Oh, yourself. Pocono was. I, I didn't know what to do. I was going to wash my hands. I was like, oh, no, fuck. Now we're going to get out of there. Big Ed, Pocono, you peed into a trough as well, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was huge trough. Yeah, that's how you, you've that's been to Daytona. You were to Daytona in the trough era. Uh, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I, I was to Daytona. My first, first time to Daytona was in 1989. And Mine new, was 90, 91 or so, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. still trough. Who who remembers uh, Al Lopez Field in Tampa? The I do. spring training facility. They, oh, that, yeah. that was, they had a trough was, too? Oh, that was definitely no. a trough. I don't remember. I don't think I ever peed at Al Lopez. Yeah, just I, yeah, I guess kid, it's I was from, like, I'll just pee my pants. It's cool. <laughs> I think it's sporting venues from that era. You peed into a trough. Sweet Wait, Melissa, you know. Behind a door? No, you peed into a trough. It's an really? open trough. I can remember in Daytona going to the 500, and that's in the winter here. Oh, well, the ah. winter, the whole world. Anyway, well, the northern hemisphere. Anyway, not to get too technical. <laughs> Daytona, the 500 can either be really fucking cold or really warm. Really hot, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can remember like really cold Daytona 500s, there'd be steam rising from the trough. Yeah. Sweet Melissa, it's just part of the experience. It's yeah. just a cesspool. You're peeing into a trough. It's really not no, a big deal. No, no, no. The water's running. You're not, and there's yeah, it's, it it's not like it, it's. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're eating out of it. No, you're just peeing into it, and it's stainless steel. So you know, it's it's that trough is from racetrack. The racetrack was built. The first race was held in 1959. Yeah. Okay, so that trough had been peed in. Into since 1959. That was the urine. The urine that was almost bore a hole into it. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of history of urine. That's a lot of urine. That's that's a, that's a, a lot, lot of, of bacteria. It's stainless. It'll be fine. Now they don't have it anymore. They. they I don't even know what that means, really. It just doesn't. That's get okay. I, we don't. We, we don't have that much left in the show to explain. It's just a long, a long trough. I, I know with, what that is. With, I'm just saying. I don't know why stainless steel. Like, because you clean it. It's clean. Yeah, it'll be cleaned. It's not. Yeah, you, you get the shield it's shine. Really clean it. It's yeah. not affected by. Yeah, you use a little Ajax and scrubby, scrubby, rubby, dubby, and it's good. So well, for the next race, sometimes it's you just pee on it and it comes up. You just gotta. That's right. Well, yeah, you put the Ajax on there and then you pee the Ajax pee. off and it's clean. <laughs> it's awesome. You gotta aim. Yeah. But I remember in 1989, so I would have been 12 years old. Mm. Yeah, the trough was a little intimidating. Yes. But after you peed in the trough once, you're like, yeah, it's just trough. Oh, yeah. Pee in the trough. Yeah. Well, you know. Those days are gone. I don't know if there's a track left with I, a trough. Maybe Wilkesboro. I bet, I bet there's a bunch of them, <laughs> a lot of those locals. Oh, the local track. Oh, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you I'm mean sure. the big ones. So. I'm talking about. I'm sure cup NASCAR level. made. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about cup level. I was just in Talladega this year. No, and uh, since I've been going, they're to probably Talladega, all stalls. They're stalls. You have to sit down now. 
because yeah. that's the way of the world. Yeah. Just sit down. No, they had urinals, but it's just no troughs. In a kind of a way, I missed a trough. It's, 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 yeah, sweet Melissa. It's, 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 it's a piece of the Well, pack. you didn't have to touch anything except your wee wee. You didn't just have to your touch wee wee. Because it's, it's always flushing, you know, the water. And, and the upside there. was if you only touched your wee wee and your dick wasn't dirty, you don't have to wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. Your dick would have been clean because yeah. you would have taken a shower. Because where has it been? It's, it's been in, in your, your pants. pants the whole time. And did yeah. your pants get dirty? It's not like no. you're outside rolling in the dirt and it like, wee. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't like handling raw That's chicken with it. That would be unsanitary. And then I would wash my dick if I handled ah! you know, raw chicken. Yeah. If, oh, yeah, a little cross-contamination. Yeah, that, because you know what? We like to keep things clean here at Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. We do. That's why we pee and trust at Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. That's right. WBs, right. yes. You know, I should hear it. Studio C, I think I should get a trough installed. Oh, there! I knew a guy in Japan had like a, a urinal in his house. Uh, I, my dad had a friend with a urinal in his house. <laughs> so he time. had him installed. Wait, wait. He had his house built with a oh, urinal. Really? Yeah. Really? Like oh, purposely. Awesome. And I'm thinking, why? But my dad's buddy had a house built with a urinal. Well, this guy he threw a party, and uh, you know we used to play there as a band. And someone took a shit in his urinal. Oh Ew. boy! It was. It Dude, was that's a that's a party foul. That is well, a party it was a party foul. <laughs> Someone's always going to try to take a dump in the urinal. That's why you don't get one installed in your house. I was like, "Hey, fellas, we're going to have to take ten on this one." And there's a lot yeah. of drama created here, and this is a take ten for this deuce. <laughs> that's oh, kind of gross. Who does her Tuna eyebrows? Aisle two. Why would yeah. you run, run, look at Ronda Rousey on TV? Who? Yeah. Who? I mean, I you don't not like this when they, they, no, 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 okay. no. When they come back, I mean, right. the, the live shot. Yeah, I mean, someone fucked up and makeup's like, we'll hard. try to fix it. Like, oh, yikes! What yikes. happened? Did her You're child? Right. Did her baby, newborn baby, do that? Maybe. I mean, who who does her makeup? Mommy, I make pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, I, mommy. Yes, I put on it on you. I, I, they just put makeup on top of her eyebrows. The, that's what it looks like. I don't know why <clears throat> the WWE brought her back. They just, I find her so uninteresting. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm just bored by all her matches. You know, like I get it. She was in UFC, and all I'm just waiting for is Holly Holm to come out and just knock her out again, and then I'll be interested. I'll be interested again. Oh, I like when she wins because. They want her to lose. Who, Ronda? Yeah. Yeah, Ronda won all the time in UFC till she got punched in the face, and then she never won a match again and retired. If, so if my that, name was Ronda, that I was would a, come out. She's like, that's an owie. <laughs> yeah. If my sure, name was Ronda, hurts. my walkout song would be Help Me, Ronda by the oh, Beach Boys. Oh, that would be good. She wouldn't be a heel then, though. Yeah. Well, I think they're trying to make her a baby face, but really? she's, yeah. I mean, I I don't feel like a lot of the WWE universe is really behind Ronda Rousey. It's, yeah, it's not gonna work. I don't know, but they spent a lot of money on her bringing her back. 
Oh, are we boring you? Sorry. Oh, sorry. What you're talking about. We'll try to make it more interesting. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just our radio Jesus. show. Yeah. It's you were oh talking boy. About Ronda Rousey. You said she's well, she is kind of boring. Yeah. Fair enough. Hey, uh, you want to talk about how you can get an insurance claim from Geico? Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. I had to look this shit up. Now, if you make this claim, I can promise you, you're probably not going to save fifteen uh, percent on you auto insurance. No. No. Um, Do you think the gecko would come to your house? Oh yeah, with a big fucking check and a grumpy face. <laughs> so there was a, and I got this through Autoblog. Um, the headline: Geico ordered to pay five point two million. And, and again, I love these. You know how yeah. you figure out the the money: five point two million to a woman who got HPV from car sex. Um, car sex. Well, I guess. Now? Well, that that's the headline. Oh. You know. So, oh, I had a different one. Yeah, not having sex with the car. Cars having sex. having sex in the car. <laughs> so uh, this happened in the Kansas City area. Way to keep it classy, KC. Um, a woman initiated a claim with Geico in February 2021 after learning she contracted the sexually transmitted infection from a partner. Who did not disclose his status? Um, and since the incident happened in the car, she argued the liability insurance was responsible for the damages. So uh, settlement was offered, and then um, they went to arbitration. Um, what kind of lawyer takes this case? I I don't know, but a winner. <laughs> So I don't know. Once it went to arbitration, that if Geico legally can go to um, how that all works out, I'm not a lawyer, obviously, but arbitration sounds like it was uh, pretty much settled out. I don't, I don't know if there's like an appellate uh, process for that, but yikes. That's that guy's insurance rates going up for sure. Big time. But is this kind of a far reach? I wonder how they knew that was the day she got HPV. Good question. How do they prove that? I mean, unless she just, you know, running around getting, you know, tests all the time. Maybe she had a little snail trail on the seat. Well, no, no. I'm not saying um, she didn't have sex in a car. I mean, how do we know that she didn't have HPV before the, the act? Yeah. Prior to the... That that I would be more interested to the you know the meat. You might have just the, come from the doctor, you know, like oh no, you're good. Yeah, but I think it, isn't yeah, HPV like right? one of those like that that can be like dormant for a while. Better. Yeah, well, and it can be. That's where we gotta go. Um, our resident, I'm not a scientist either. No, <laughs> or lawyer. So we know I'm not she those two things. She would have had to get tested, had sex, got tested right after, and. You can't, it's nonsense. Thank you from our local web MD. But however, yes. well, now I understand perfectly. So, you know, mm -hmm. this is something mm. else that you can make on your car Maybe insurance claim. This, this will make whatever the ruling here, this becomes case law. Whatever goes on here, this will be case law. Oh, it's great. This goes into a book. Yeah. They study in like a law school. Yeah, absolutely. Somewhere. This is case law. 
So this will come back up and wow. I think it's a bit of a stretch. Huge. Big stretch. But hey, good on her for trying. <laughs> See, Big Mike could sue me because I farted in his car and it kind of like, you know, hurt the uh, velour of the uh, Chrysler. Yeah, it, 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 it rippled the velour. Yes. So, you know, you know he's, he's going to make an, an insurance claim. I'm going to make a claim me. with a Haggerty. Yes, against my asshole. Yes, now, now it's marinated. Um, and they're going to tell me, fuck off. <laughs> Come again, fuck off. Okay. And then you're like, I'd like to refer yeah. you versus uh, HPV versus Geico. <laughs> yes. Do you let, want to know how that played out? You want to see how that played out? Oh, here comes my payout. Thank you. <laughs> $5.2 million. Woo! Thanks for farting in my car, Casey. <laughs> I mean, All right. that, I mean that, that's... I still like to know how they figure the, you know, the number. How do they figure the number? Why is it like 40 bucks? There's got to be a formula, but I'd like to know that because I I like math formulas. I want to know what the multiplier is, where they started from. the opposite of limbo. I bet Mm. if she had two vaginas, she would have got twice the payout. Mm. If she gonna... did have it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Doesn't she I'm, have I'm just vagina? going by the multiplier. Wait, doesn't she have a vagina? But yeah, she but two. two. Not oh, just one, I two. Sorry. It happens. Does it? Yeah. It's oh. like a doublement twin. Hey, I know somebody. Huh. A two vagina person? See? See? And oh. you're about to doubt me. I was and doubting here you. It is. <laughs> Our WebMD. WebMD local... expert right here. There's two. I can never let her listen to this, but not two vaginas. Virginas. That's not, uterine? but that's not two vaginas. I it's mean, a it's, difference. It's the same thing. It's just on the inside. No, it's not the same oh. thing. Oh, yeah, oh, it's like if the the Lincoln Tunnel had another tunnel yeah. to go into. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But interesting. Yeah. Right. Hmm. That sounds like a, a <gasps> an injury waiting to happen. <laughs> what two uteruses uteri uteruses well penal injury like penal you, injury. You, you thrust Which, you, you go down the wrong tunnel oh yeah <laughs> or you, or go you get right stuck between, yeah, yeah you get oh, stuck yeah. oh between the tunnels uh, yeah oh, ah. yikes ah, that's pain yes yeah yeah you'll be singing in a different pitch yeah <laughs> you'll be fucking josh groban in no time <laughs> speaking of a different pitch yeah. that leads us into our next story Oh, yes. Florida man. Florida, this oh. is a great. And Florida woman <laughs> crashed into a FedEx truck during what? sex act. Sex act. They're banging in their car. Did she get Le- Leave she it to Autoblog. Now, what are the stars of the week? Autoblog. So, what kind of. They, they, I read this article that did not specify the sex act. Oh. You there can kind of assume it. Was, was the guy getting a blowjob? That's what I got out of it. Yeah. Um, but they both had their pants down, according to the article. Well, there could have been a lot of feeling around. Yeah, you know. That That's how you put the wee-wee in. They said the numbers. man and woman were northbound in SUV on... This is South Florida where this happened? Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, there you go. Couldn't tell. I think that's... Um, I'm just going to call it a Kia. I can't tell what that means. Well, let's go with Kia. Kia. I like that. None of us have that. Uh, 
Well, uh, the driver apparently became distracted by his passenger's performance and crossed the center line, striking the delivery van, a FedEx truck, um, at the intersection of whatever in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the occupant of the FedEx vehicle was injured, and the only uh, dumbasses. Oh, not neither occupant of the FedEx vehicle was injured, but the only package harmed was the one being attentively uh, gift wrapped by the passenger of the SUV. Yeah, so he had a, a little bitey bite. Yeah, he had a yeah chomper, so, a little chomper action. Yeah, I had a friend who used to call this one girl who did things like that to him. He called her Sharky. Sharky. <laughs> so That's funny, right? the best comment from Autoblog, <laughs> there was a guy that left a comment and said the driver identified as Richard Cranium received a head Richard injury Cranium. as well as a smaller head injury. The passenger identified as Eileen Over was uninjured <laughs> oh. but extracted from the vehicle using her own jaws of life. God. Well done. That's that's a well orchestrated comment. Who See, wrote that? I, uh, let's give credit where credit due. He's going by Jim Sand, and Jim Sand, you are the MVP that's of hilarious. the episode. See, that's the game. See, that's a meal that guy's bringing to the internet. Like, Absolutely. I'm reading an article. I'm gonna blah blah blah. That's a meal. That when that guy leaves a comment like that, not like. The election was stolen. Like, no, no. He <laughs> left something like, you know, really biting and funny and, you know, we can all have a good laugh at. Like, ah, his penises fell off. You know? So John Bobbitt action. Yeah. Oh, my. What's going so, on out yeah. there? Very, very animated. He yeah. What's going on, really Big Ed? Big Ed, is the story not interesting enough? It is. It's uh, It was a blowjob story. How's it not yeah. interesting? Yeah. I didn't say that. I'm I'm pulling some of my material for you know. Oh, you. This would seem like a good like leading to a Nissaquag story or something. Yeah, know. you think. Duke Boy. <laughs> Duke Boy is not gonna that's another segment. <laughs> All right, fair enough. You keep saying that though. Damn. Okay. No, I want to hear. Another segment. Another segment. Yep. At a, at another time. But if if they keep doing this, then I have to have my own show, and then what fun would that be? This is ah. this is enough for me. There you go, folks. Let's just give the show longevity. We need that longevity. <laughs> yeah. Really. That's what she said. Uh huh. I wonder if the lady in the news article said that. <laughs> I mean, get a room, folks. Right. Keep in your pants. I mean, you're that hot and bothered. You have to do it right there, like rush hour traffic. I know. And then, if you if you are if you are doing something like this, hey, pay attention to the road. Don't don't lose your focus. Yeah. Or or get a vehicle with autonomous driving. Yeah, you know, like like Tesla, you yeah, yeah. Well, like a GM product with Super Cruise. 
as, exactly. as long as it's yeah. super cruise. Yeah, get, get on the interstate, go 85, and let the vehicle do whatever it's going to do. As long as it sees yeah. you you're not doing looking straight ahead. You're <laughs> for Christ's sake. Wait, what well, then it's going to not activate. It's going to slow down and stop eventually. Yeah. Holy crap. It does put your flashers on before coming to a And if it's a Nissan, it's probably going to break hard, and then you, your wheelie's going to get chopped off. Oh, God. That sounds so horrible. Yeah, that's why we stay away from Nissans. That's right. <laughs> stay with General Motors products, folks. Yeah. It'll be okay. Oh, this broad I can't stand. That's Jim the uh, Jim the Anvil Needhart's uh, daughter, Natalia. Yeah, yeah. She was cooler. She had a goatee and just started laughing all the time. Because <laughs> that's what he would do. He just laughed like he had a uh, Tourette's. Maybe he did have Tourette's. I remember watching a sixty minutes episode about Tourette's. I was like, whoa. They're just saying cuss words, man. Not everyone has that, though. I knew a no. guy. The head Tourette's, he wouldn't say, fuck, fuck, fuck. No, 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 no. no Titties. No, like, like tick sounds. He'd be like, mm-hmm. So I'm like waiting in line. And, you know, uh, this is when I was in the Air Force. And we're at the choke and puke and uh, yeah. waiting to get uh, a box lunch. And uh, it wasn't I hear, it. well, that's what we called right. it affectionately. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they never appreciated that, but I didn't give a shit because uh, we had to choke it down and nearly not puke it because you usually only had like five minutes to eat a lunch because of what I did. I digress. Okay. So I'm at the line of choke and puke and I hear, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a fucking dolphin noise. You're like, what is going on? Is that on? Flipper? Yeah. Flipper, are you in line with me? I didn't know you were listening. He's like, hey, knock it off. I'm like, what? I'm like, does not anyone else hear this fucking sound? It's <laughs> like, hey, can I talk to you, Simon? Like, yeah. He's like, hey, this guy, he's got this thing. It's like Tourette's, so he can't help. And he makes noises. I'm like, oh, okay. So he's making a dolphin sound. <laughs> got it. I got you. I got you. And that's what you do. He wouldn't cuss. He made dolphin um, and, and that's why I always assumed always terrestrial. That's but, what I saw because yeah. 60 minutes when I was a kid. Maybe that's I, what I saw. The cursing mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. as common. Mm-hmm. And you do that and stuff like that. And, uh, it could be eye twitches. It could be hand movements. A lot of times it's not know. cursing. I think the cursing's cooler. <laughs> that's why you've heard about it more. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I got Tourette's. <laughs> That's yeah. so why I used to tell my mom. I still oh, get back in. Butthead had Tourette's. Uh, Beavis. Beavis had okay. Tourette's. And but there, there was an early internet meme where there was a guy that had Tourette's and he would yell at just Bob Saget like it was a cuss word. <laughs> uh, rest That's in peace, I mean, Bob yeah. Saget. Yeah. Rest in peace, old Bobby S. So. Uh, uh, she's asking a question on the yeah, sport. No, uh, something that happened earlier. Yeah. Huh? Uh, he he's at a Grammy nomination. That's where oh. Subway performing Slam. performing yeah. Yeah. as yeah. the yep. Subway Slam. Subway Slam. Yep. It's his own. He's wearing a, a onesie, like an Andre Giant onesie. Uh, onesie. Yeah, it'd be awesome. What do you think? What do you think he has printed on his onesie? Subway. Subway I like his, 
It's like, do you like think the old Square D onesie, right? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no. I, I, Subway Slam, and it looks like like remember how Earthquake used to have his. Oh, he had the line through it. Yeah, right? yeah. so th- that's how Subway Slam is yeah. printed. That's so he's got two throwbacks Andre. The jo- uh, well, Earthquake wore a similar outfit, to, you know, a onesie yes. like Andre. All the big guys back yeah. then did. It, it was like a ladies' one piece that they wore. Yeah, because it stretched. And did it stretch? <laughs> So, Gunther. Yeah. I don't like those outfits. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know. He looks like a red coat. Yeah. yeah but they what got it. Uh, like the British. British Army. Uh, Revolutionary I mean, long, time. Long, long yeah. time ago. This makes me think of. It didn't like, seem like good strategy. Like, yeah. Hey, but then, I'm, I'm really. But, I'm really I could be German. seen in a green that, field. It makes me think of German. That's what I. Just well, they they got a German. The the German one dude's flag. got a German flag on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's here then. Deutschland. I don't think it's appropriate. Oh wow! Yeah, it's German flag. Yeah. I like no, German. They're they're they're, 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 like they're, they're land of pretzels and chocolate. They're and schnitzel. Good. Don't forget the schnitzel. Oh yeah. And I mean. More. It makes me no, think no, 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 stop. Come on. No, I'm just saying. And the way, beer. They got beer there, no, too. No, I'm just they saying the way they looked made me think of bad people. No, I, listen, it's, it's just relax. my opinion. Schnitzel. I'm going to go for a schnitzel. Schnitzel. What did you have for dinner the other day, Case? It, it, it was schnitzel. Schnitzel. Schnitzel, no, schnitzel. That's what that's what you schnitzel but it was after like a, a schnitzel. It was a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I it just, you know, people always want to do this like potato or a pretzel bun. It's too much. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, As it's too. One. It's too. A pretzel bun's just always too filling. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. All right, first off, just have the schnitzel and just do whatever you want to do with it. Get rid of the bun. Don't make it a sandwich. You can tell them no bun. Was oh, that a pretzel bun? Yeah. Did it taste really good? No, it was very delicious. It it's just pretzely. Yeah. It's just too it's just too much. It's too filling. I don't know how the hell you're supposed to eat it. Uh-huh. So you like have the appetizer and the entree together. Yeah. Like a lunatic. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah. Look at this Geico commercial. They got the John Ham and Flo on a date. And then all the progressive. I wonder how people. you land John Ham. I mean, it's not like he's usually dying for work. I mean, he's maybe usually... he know maybe somebody who produces these commercials knows John and said, Hey dude, help me an, out. Help me out. I got an idea. John Ham seems like a really cool guy. I don't I don't know for, for a fact. They should probably talk him into it. They said, hey, John, hey, listen. This would be great. You got the movie coming out. You know, some bullshit like that. He was in Top Gun. Did he a good was. job. There you go. Yep. That's, uh, you know, John Ham. John Ham. Date and Flow. Date and Flow. She's gonna save him money when he bundles his insurance. We do know this. I mean, there's no. I bundled mine with Progressive. Actually, I did it. I just have. Gonna bundle her panties in her mouth. I think. 
like, yeah, well, how about that? That's a little graphic, but hey. I hey, think that's the only bundling you do with that broad. Damn. Wow. Because she probably talks a lot, you know? Yeah, I'm going to save you a bundle. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save you a bundle. Of hey, this is a lot more enjoyable. Hey, let's go for a ride in my car. Yeah. Hey, we could bundle this too. <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, Geico's going to pay out on this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, remember that HPV lawsuit? Oh, uh, here we come. Yep. We'll bundle that hey, too. Yeah, when I gave you HPV, now I know that Geico will pay out for that. Big, Big Ed's, Ed's Rock, rock and roll, roll Retrospective. retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed. All right, guys. So this uh, this week, the next few weeks are going to be really special. Uh, this week I did the Iron Maiden's Peace of Mind. The Peace of Mind is the fourth studio album by English heavy metal band Iron Maiden. It was released on May of 1983 in the UK by EMI Records and the United States on Capitol Records. It was the first album to feature drummer Nico McBrain, who had recently left the band Trust and has been Iron Maiden's drummer ever since. Peace of Mind, mostly critical uh, and commercial success, reaching number three on the UK album charts, achieving platinum certification in the UK and North America. In December 1982, drummer Clyde Burr ended his association with the band due to personal and tour schedule problems and was replaced by McBrain. Previously from the band French, uh, the French band Trust, as well as he played with Pat Travers. Uh, the songs were recorded at the Hotel La Chalet and rehearsing in its restaurant in February. The band journeyed for the first time to the Bahamas, recorded the album at uh, Nassau's Compass Point Studios. Recordings were finished in March and the album was later mixed at Electric Land, uh, Electric Ladyland Studios in New York City. This was released to some great reviews, except for Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone gave it two out of five stars. I say, eat a dick, Rolling Stone. This is by far one of the greatest metal albums of all time. It went platinum in the US and the UK, double platinum in Canada, and gold throughout several countries in Europe. This was huge for metal in 1983. Uh, the length is 45 minutes, 28 seconds. It's the perfect amount of time. I, I like 40 to 50 minutes. Is nine tracks. Uh, it was produced by Martin Birch. This guy uh, just since passed last year. He's a British music uh, producer, sound engineer, who's become renowned for engineering and producing albums, uh, predominantly British rock bands, including Deep Purple, Rainbow, Fleetwood Mac, White Snake, Black Sabbath, and Boys to Cult. I made it as Bruce Dickinson vocals uh, and additional guitars on Revelations. Dave Murray on guitar, Adrian Smith on guitar, Steve Harris on bass, and Nico McBrain on drums. Starts out with uh, Where Eagles Dare. Nico McBrain's uh, debut, Power Phil and Steve, Steve Harris rollicking on bass with Dickinson wasting no time with his signature vocals. Revelations is the next song. In fact, starts out with a hymnal passage of some sort. But then the real opening riff comes on and is one hell of an awesome riff especially for how few notes it contains. But that riff is even better when it appears towards the song's end and Bruce yells, go. And then we get some nice solos and a choir to close to the song. Flight of Icarus 
The album's first single has a killer opening riff and a great verse. The pre-chorus and chorus kind of runs together, an awesome display of underlying bass and Bruce's protruding vocals really bring this song together. The solos from Smith and Murray are equally impressive, especially when Bruce is singing over them. Dowie Boots On, one of my favorites, uh, has also has a great opening riff, a strong track and a great song. One of the best song titles anyway. My favorite part of the song is the rocking out ending, especially when it leads into the classic song, The Trooper. This is a fan favorite, a live show staple. This is one of my favorite Iron Maiden songs ever and one of their most popular. The call to arms opening riff and the gallop and bass lines fit so well with the lyrics of a soldier's futile battle that brings shivers to my spine almost every time. Bruce is singing and the wordless chorus really bring the song together, a staple of, at the live shows. Still Life has a little fuck you word, wordless chorus, excuse me, and to some of the American critics who claim that the band were Satan worshipers and could not be further from the truth. Both songs are written about history and ancient literature. To mess with these clowns, Nico McBrain is recorded at the pub after a few, few beers uttering the following phrase. What ho, said Batang, with the three bonds. Don't meddle with things you don't understand, followed by a belch. Quest for Fire have heard the critics describe this as Maiden's worst song. I don't know about that, but it's certainly not a bad song. By the way, dinosaurs and cavemen did not live at the same time. Oh, you silly Brits. Other than that, I call this song good. Sudden Steel, a very peppy song, but I like this one. I guess it still manages to incorporate some of Steve Harris's gallop and rhythms into it, which is always a plus for me. The chorus is a sing-along quality. This is deep boy material to keep his foot in it. To tame a land in the grand tradition of epic closes, this one's another great maiden classic. It's based on the book Dune, which I have never read. But the theme is evident in that Egyptian scale, also found on the band's title track, The Power Slave, the follow-up album. So you get a feel for it. The last three minutes or so, the song is instrumental, but it's a great instrumental section, especially at the beginning where the guitars and bass play this insanely fast riff over and over again. Definitely a challenge, but just like the whole song, it closes the riff to the opening with a slightly compact guitar melody. This song just fucking wells. Everyone adds a little bit to this closer. Wow, all I could say is this is truly one of the great metal albums of all time and somewhat in the shadows of Power Slave and Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Remember, this came first, and this is the classic lineup that put out the next four great metal albums and then went into a three-man guitar attack when Jack Gears stayed with the band after Smith left for a decade and re returned in 1999. This got 4.5 Montecitos, and the Duke boy was listening to this. I would especially jam it hard, drop it off Trip Frank after promising that I would leave quietly while turning his road into the approach end of 33 left at MacArthur Airport. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Yeah. Very good. Another fine review. Yeah. I, I, who listened to it? Uh, I, I've definitely listened to this. I, know, um, did. I listened to a little bit tonight. Uh, before dinner it's it's one of the great ones there's not many metal albums that can surpass this we'll find out the next two weeks i i agree this is this is like uh you know if you're gonna do like um uh, a mount rushmore of metal albums which would be interesting to etch into a mountainside and 
take a lot of time. But yeah, I think would... you would just do like Eddie. You know, that would be yeah, okay. Eddie. That that would work. Yeah, you do an Eddie. Uh, th- this is definitely an album, but I fell into them from a live album, Live After Death, and um, it was oh, a, song. a great, great live album. I, what and exactly great live album it's engineered impeccable i mean it's it's a very you know there are a lot of live albums from the 80s that are just absolute garbage they don't sound well no these guys take pride in in on their sound quality you listen to, uh power slave and it sounds like it was recorded right in the same room with you it's just that good you know i got turned on to this when i was in korea uh, live after death I had had this on a cassette and listened to it once in a while, but it wasn't until I was in Korea and I just got into a bunch of metalheads. We used to go to this place called the Stars Club and they uh, played music videos and you'd give the guy a dollar and he'd play, you know, and he'd, we'd see the trooper like three or four times a night, you know, and fly to Icarus. Well, well it's, it's amazing that like metal has like a certain rap of, whatever it is it just doesn't get the respect or the love i mean it, it's apparent every year with the grammys like how they treat metal but metal but, bands are, are pros oh, two, they're musicians. two out of five stars yeah and, and uh all music gave it four out of five and sputnik gave it like five well all right then, so so all right so f- this was probably like four years ago or no three years ago uh Sweet Melissa and I were newly dating or whatever, but we were watching the Grammys and uh, they were going to do a thing. And, you know, the Grammys, they kind of mash people up and they were going to do Metallica with Lady Gaga. I'm like, oh, that's mm. an interesting mashup. I'm like, I- actually, I'm interested to see because I-, I was really digging Lady Gaga. You know, she'd been on Howard Stern and um, you know, kind of learn her thing, but she goes out there. She's like headbanging. Not none of the, no, the mics didn't work. Not nothing worked. The amps, they just kept playing. They just played through it. And it looked like it would have been awesome if the sound worked, hmm. you know, that the Grammys, the Grammys set up the sound, by the way, uh, didn't work. Uh, the next yeah, but any act, other Grammy artist would have walked off the stage like. In the oh no no no! Show. Well, so, my man. point being, the next act was Adele. She starts singing a song, and then she didn't like something. She like, she stops the song. She like, no 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 no, I have to start over. She actually says in the middle of the fucking Grammy performance, she stops. That's, that's pretty shit. Says I have to start over. So fuck Adele. The the wrong British pop act died. Amy, I look at Amy Winehouse. She should have fucking lived, and Adele should have fucking choked on a ham steak. All right, Ooh. I said it. Fuck you, everyone. Adele's overrated. It's, uh, all right. You're, yeah, yeah. No, no need to apologize. No. All right. So <laughs> going back, Live After Death, Flight of Icarus was the song that got me hooked on Iron Maiden, which, you know, was from the album that you just reviewed. And, um, but this was not Bruce's. Bruce had been there. This is like his second or third album with them. Uh, I think Killers before this. Kill- Killers was someone else, though, right? Killers was uh, Paul Diano. Then there was mm-hmm. one more. This is their fourth album, so this is probably Dickinson's second album. With them. Okay, okay. Because I know he wasn't the original, but then he came in. 
But I mean, I, I can't imagine Iron Maiden without Bruce Dickinson. I mean, he he's just got the sound, and I I, I thought I read that his mom was like an opera singer. Hmm. So, hmm. I, Interesting. I don't know. I thought I read that, but he's got some if... really good pipes. He's another <laughs> guy that who works out like like Jagger does, you know, before tour. I mean, he conditions and gets ready because he. If you ever see him live, he runs all over the stage. He doesn't stop. He's very active. I, I, his, I, vocals do, his vocals do not disappoint. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely on a list of a band I would love to see live. They not Adele be coming around. I mean, not Adele. <laughs> Adele's not on that list. No, well, but we definitely could go, we could go uh, see Adele and heckle her. Like hold up sign, mm-hmm. eat a ham sandwich, you know. Yeah, something. just fucking throw fucking, fucking ha- turkey legs at ha- it all the time. Ham and egger, you know, you're yeah. a ham and egger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a biscuit eater. I don't even know what that yeah. means, but it's hilarious sounding. Well, she probably fucking couldn't hear you over her fucking double track that's playing in the background, carrying her fucking weak ass vocals. Ah. That's something that Bruce Dickinson does not do. No, no backtracking. Nope. Oh no. Hell no. The three guitar attack now too. They kept that. that was pretty cool. I, I like that man. I love that sound. It's just dueling it's just dueling leads. They just play off each other. I'm surprised there weren't more rock bands that did dual leads. It's it's always far and few uh, between. Thin always yeah, Thin Lizzy. Um and then the Outlaws. The, uh, the outlaws were. We'll, we'll talk a little about that. Len, next, Len, next Leonard Skinner was yeah. kind of like that. Uh, uh, Sponge, which was uh, like a '90s alternative, they would. And Skinner also had a percussion. You know, they they were drums and percussion. There was. Uh, it was like a seven-piece band, I think. They were. Yeah, they pretty, were a big sound. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Pretty special. That would be a bad one to do. Maybe Street Survivor or something like that down the road. But I haven't done it already. Anything Skinner oh, is yeah. good. Yeah, Street Survivor would be a good one. That's you pretty much what today's yeah. country music is, is soft Skinner. Really, today's country is more like Southern rock was back in the 70s, you know? Sure. It's a little more popular, you know? Yeah, if you get like a Chris Stapleton kind of guy. Yeah. Well, you know, country rock kind of evolved into the Skinner sound of the Southern rock. But Skinner, you know, Skinner's kind of all over the place. You hear a little bit of blues. Sure. You hear a little well, bit of Well, they were blues band. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, but you, you hear a country influence with some of their songs, too. They're kind of kind of their own thing. That's a good read, their book, and uh, just how they got to where they were. Hmm. They, they, they got their name from... Uh, it's a gym coach, right? Gym coach. Yeah, His right. name was Leonard Skinner. And he didn't he kind of protected him. He didn't get after him for having long hair and oh, oh, I thought it was uh No, he was he really? was kind of like their advocate. Oh, like, okay. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, no. He was kind of like That's why they have it on their first album pronounced Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. I have that. That's album what was his name, scared. Leonard Skinner. L E O N A R D Leonard. But yeah, he was he wasn't against them, he was for him. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. So all right. 
Yeah, we got some we got some good rock and roll retrospectives coming up here in the near future here on Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats. And we're hitting the summer stretch of Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats. I don't know what that means, but it sounded good. Yeah. Summer it's fun. It's summer uh, eight months out of the year, so it's a yeah. long, it's a long stretch. Oh, it's a long summer. October, it's a long summer. The end well, we're in the, we're, we're in the summer. Season end? Uh, November, uh, November, November, yeah. We're kind of just starting to get into it. Yep. Not even into it. Nah. It's all right. Whatever. Well. Well, what do we got? I think we said it all today. Another Friday night of right? wisdom and wonder on warm beer in the cheap seats. So I'm wondering if you guys want to close out with a little bit of the subway slam with his positivity. Just end it there. Yeah, there you go. Let, let, that'll be our outro tonight. Here it is. Yeah, that subway's so talented. I thought he was going to put it in a super. He's getting mad at her. It's so good. I don't know if this, this rendition is giving it justice. Here it is. Have a good weekend, everybody. Peace out. We'll see you next week.